they throw off the vibe a little bit because everybody's just stressed out, you know? And I'm like, dude, I am too, but I smoked a bunch of weeds. So now I'm like dealing with that too. So it's that's, that's, that's where a lot of my energy is going. It's like, what's happening? You know, instead of just getting mad at everything. That's not a great way of handling things either, though. I'm not trying to promote that. Um, should handle things head on. Um, but, <coughs> or you could smoke a bunch of weed then stumble on towards them and try to figure out what's happening. Jesus Christ. These people. Mm. I hope that I'm good at blowing glass in this building. I am a little terrified that I'm going to come here and be like, I don't know how to blow glass anymore here. I have to do it in my house, dude. I'm nervous. You know, I'm like, am I just able to blow glass because I'm in that garage? Is there like, you know, because like Nikola Tesla, this is right where I live is like in the areas where he was doing all these crazy experiments back in the day in Colorado Springs. Um, so I'm like, maybe there's some like, you know, the quartz content in the fucking soil, dude. There's some fucking magic over here. And like maybe over in that M1 zoned commercial property, they got rid of all that special sand. And it's not going to be the fire. Dude, I'm nervous, but we'll see what happens. Maybe I'll be even better. Maybe I'll be like, whoa, dude, like there's some weird voodoo shit over here. Not saying I believe in none of that, though, but it's fun. It's fun to, to think about stuff like that. I don't really believe enough in anything to say I believe it, you know. Unless it's Terps, dude. I believe in the Terps fully. Gotta try them. That one annoying friend. test <coughs> okay <coughs> oh. Oof. Oh. i think this is 119 yes what's up everybody and welcome to episode 119 of the podcast before we get into today's episode don't forget to sign up for our newsletter bmsglass.com that way you can stay up to date with all of our drops and everything we got going on. If you also want more stuff from BMS, we also have a Patreon at uh, patreon.com, Studios at patreon.com. On there, we do monthly giveaways. Uh, like we just gave away two bubblers um, last month and February giveaways coming up. So we always have stuff going on there, like giveaways, live videos, and we have two extra drops a month or early access to Sunday sales if you're a Patreon member. So check that out too. Today, we're just going to be ranting. We're in the process. This is our move-in day of the studio. So I'm at the studio right now doing a podcast, smoking session, getting ready for the day. Um, and then after I leave here, we're going to move the rest of the equipment over here, get everything kind of hooked up, tuned up, make sure everything's running right. And then tomorrow will be our first full day of work in the new studio. We're extremely excited. We don't have all of our equipment yet, but it is on the way and we cannot wait any longer. So we're going to get in here and work with what we got and just wait for the new equipment to arrive in the next week or two. Uh, we're supposed to be getting some stuff this week and then the rest of it next week. And by stuff, I mean the rest of our lathes because we have a, a lot of machines coming to this space so that every single person on the team has an opportunity to learn how to use these machines because really right now it's just like me and Cormac and then uh, Brandon's been doing sleeving too for like the past year, but it's mostly Cormac and me because we only have two lathes we're sharing. But now we're going to have seven lathes in the studio and there's only four of us. So we're gonna have more lathes than people, which means it will all have opportunities to continue to learn on the machines. It's gonna be great for everyone on the team. Um, right now, I'm smoking some garlic banger mixed with the Fortismo from Green Dot, both awesome strains. 
I don't know why I mixed them. I think I was just feeling wild today. I was about to mix these strains up, do some like injustice. I think Green Dot might be upset if they knew I was like grinding up their weed together in one grinder and then fucking smoke, whatever. And then we got some Green Dot hash on the table. We have the new batch of the lemon butter rum, rum lemon butter rum rosin, which I'm really excited to take a dab of that. We have Fortismo, just like the flower. And then I got this Halo remix, which is like the closest I can get to a sour diesel. And here in Colorado, that's consistent is that Halo remix because it definitely has some sour diesel in its lineage. We'll smoke a couple of them today. I don't know if I'll smoke all those because, well, I got a busy day. It's exciting. Like, like moving into the spot it doesn't feel real. It's a little bit scary. Like my wife last night was like a little bit like, She's like, I'm having mixed feelings now. She's like, I'm kind of like sad. You're not going to be home all day. You're going to be over there. And I'm like, well, I'll be home all night. And like, also she can come over here and work too. We have an office for her here. Um, but it's just different. It's a change. But change is good and it's part of life. Don't want to become stagnant, you know? So this change is going to give me opportunity to get out of my house every day and go work somewhere else and then go home, which I think it'll make me appreciate my home even more because I won't be in it all day, all night. Might be more mentally healthy too. I swear a couple years ago I was going a little bit crazy with like not sleeping and smoking too much hash and just being mega stressed out and just never leaving my garage. So I just felt like I was in like this weird fucking time warp or dimension. I don't know. But we talked about a little bit of that in the last episode just when I do certain grinds and like big drops and stuff like what it feels like once I get out of that. But yeah, man, like today was uh today's been one of those days where like I look back on like everything that's happened to get to this point of moving in and it's just been so many like ups and downs and mixed emotions there was times where I didn't feel like myself because I was so angry or so upset that I was just thinking about negativity or getting back at people and (coughs) yeah just like I even made a post on it on Instagram the other day talking about like how like don't focus on revenge like it's only hurting yourself because that's the truth that I had like nights where I couldn't sleep. I was so angry at either my neighbors or the code enforcement officers or whatever the situation. Um, and at the end of the day, it doesn't even matter. The only thing that matters is how I react to the situation. It doesn't matter like trying to prove to someone they're wrong or trying to show them how much they hurt me by hurting them. Like whatever, you can justify almost anything in your mind when your feelings are hurt, you know? But it's been a lot of that ups and downs this year, and I'm glad I just stuck to who I was and didn't fucking overreact or do anything crazy and just focused on building the business and trying to, like, look at everything I'm doing as, like, it's a team thing. So if I react in this way, it hurts everybody. Like, if I fuck up, it fucks up everything for everybody. So, like, it's been a lot of just, like, you know, wanting to go off my emotions and get crazy and go after someone. And then, like, another part of myself, it's like, dude, think about other people because this will affect everyone if you do something crazy or you get wild out there. Like, so I don't know, it's been a little, huge learning experience this year, I guess, overall, with just figuring out how to navigate um, through all these different, like, emotions and real life shit, you know? Like anything, it's just growing up. But until you're living it and doing it, you don't realize, like, how painful growing up can be, you know? It's not always like, fuck yeah, I can stay up as late as I want now and eat cheeseburgers anytime. My mom and dad can't stop me. It's like more like growing up is way more of like realizing how little control you have over the things that are happening to you. And the only thing you have control over is how you react. And that's kind of scary because in our minds, we don't want to have control over how we're reacting. We want to have control of what is actually happening, you know? It's like being on fire and then just convincing yourself it doesn't hurt. You know, that's what growing up is like. It's it's crazy. 
But yeah, let's smoke some more weed. So today I'm going to be taking a dab off this beautiful 14-millimeter double-diffused here. It's a fade of uh, Blue Dream and Citrine. And the Citrine is a UV color from Multinora. It's very subtle, but the pieces that aren't super bright colors actually show the best function. When they're really, really bright colors, the way cameras hit it, it's almost hard for the camera sometimes to even catch how sick the tornado or the bubble action is because the color is so vibrant. But with a piece like this that's super transparent, a little bit lighter on the colors, you really can see all that function. So I'm gonna warm it up here a second, take a dab. Like I said, I think I wanna take a, my first dab of the lemon butter rum because it smells so different than the last batch. And I think I've only had it in um, the like batter, like BHO form. I don't think I've ever had the rosin. So let's get into that. But it's been cold as shit this week. We've been trying to move into the studio for the last three days, like let's move the last bit of equipment, but it's been so cold that we've had to keep going like, all right guys, not today, it's just it's just too cold. So we're excited to finally, I know like, cause Cormac has never been in this studio, he's never been here, doesn't even know the address. So I think he's pretty antsy to get over here and see the new spot in person and not just on Instagram videos like the rest of the, everybody. <coughs> yeah, only Mike, Seaglass and, and Keymaster have been over here. Cause they help do a bunch of different stuff. Um, with like doing all the concrete work to help pour all that and just running errands over here and stuff. Those guys have helped mostly Keymaster. He's done a bunch of stuff here. But at the same time, even yesterday when me and Keymaster were working here, he was like, he's like, I was like, oh, dude, thanks for helping. He's like, oh, I wish you would have let us help more. He's like, it's crazy how much this you did by yourself. And I'm like, I know, but. I explained to him yesterday why I wouldn't let anyone help because I was so did not know what I was doing and I had really bad anxiety about someone hanging out with me and like what do we do next and I'm like I don't know and then I have to like they're just watching me because like, there were so many times I put stuff together wrong and then I disassemble it and it, it just would have been like I don't know it was more of like a self-conscious thing I was like I don't know what I'm doing so I don't want anyone to come work with me I, would, I have to go over there and fail alone and by myself yeah, but next time I'll definitely ask for more help, maybe. I don't know. I got a weird personality like that. I love giving tons of stuff to people and, like, being there for them, but I have this weird, like, thing where I don't like receiving stuff. I think it's because, like, yeah, I think it's almost like I get, I get bad anxiety because I'm like, oh, like, do I owe them something now or how does this work? I don't know, man. I think if, like, you grew up around, like, um different techniques that like from adults like with guilt trips and stuff if you, if you grew up around a lot of guilt trip and you you kind of i feel like as an adult almost don't want anything because you're like don't give me anything don't help me because i don't want you to guilt trip me later for it it's not worth it just fucking take everything i have and just i'll help you with everything i just don't want anything back because i don't want a guilt trip but that help i feel like people that are actually like um more sensitive to guilt tripping or like people that are more like empaths like they're much more aware of like how they're affecting people around them emotionally and stuff and they don't want to fuck ruin anyone's day or make anyone upset so like when they get caught in a guilt trip it's like really like oh my god i've made that person feel bad and like, i should have done better because they did that for me yeah i don't know isn't it complicated being a person you know that's why you gotta smoke hash you gotta just smoke tons of hash and try to try, try to navigate that cloud of thc while you're trying to solve these real problems i find that it's like an extra layer of difficulty in, a, in adulting if you can just put a nice thick coat of thc on there and try to solve normal adult situations just socially i mean the one thing i won't do is i won't smoke weed before i go talk to other parents and stuff like that I just, I have to go into that completely, no weed on me. Cause I'm like, already, I'm like, 
they know I smoke weed. And then, <laughs> then I'm like, I can't be like actually smoking weed. <laughs> like, why don't I go see these people? I don't know. That's probably my own shit too. Overthinking stuff. All right, lemon butter rum. Gonna take it at about 500, 490, somewhere in there. Um, I find with the temp tech and these style nails, if you warm up the whole nail really well, the lower temp seems to be much more pleasant. And it melts a little slower too. <coughs> wow. Oh, wow. <coughs> Whoa, that's crazy. Terps. Oh my god. Coffee for the fucking terps. Oh my god, I got lemons in my eyes. Oh, lemon butter rum is just holy cow, that's crazy. You know, I don't really like fruity hash most of the time. Like fruit terpenes. But that Wow, my eyes are watering. That with that lemon terpene with that like I taste the rum way on the aftertaste, but mostly when I'm hitting it, it was like lemon and butter. It was like the salty smoothiness of butter. Oh <coughs> with that just lemon terpene. Wow. Wow. Incredible. Man, hash was so bad ten years ago. Well, not everywhere, but where I was, it was pretty bad. <coughs> oh, my God. <coughs> oh. Wow, that was, like, so much flavor. You know, when you smoke, like, a lot of joints and you go slam a dab, it's, like, you really appreciate that dab. You're, like, wow, the flavor and, like, how clean and smooth. Not the joints aren't, like, clean if it's good flour, but, like, you know what I mean if you smoke both hash and flour. It's, like... Man, you almost appreciate the hash so much more. There's times where I'm just smoking hash for like months and then I'm not smoking any weed. And I feel like I get like uh, so used to the hash that it's like I don't enjoy it as much. And then when I smoke weed and then I go smoke some hash, I get to like enjoy both things just as much. I feel like I'm having my cake and eating it too, you know. I got it all. get to smoke weed and hash. It's sick, man. It's funny that like 10, 12 years ago, like my dream was just to like make stuff with my hands and smoke weed all day and spend time with my 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 lady you know and now like like that's what we're doing but we've been so stressed for the past few years you know being first-time parents and you know everyone what the world's been going through and the changes and everything that's been fucked up that i feel like we haven't been able to appreciate or enjoy how lucky we are to like have our life and be together and be making art and like be able to use cannabis legally um, yeah, so hopefully this year we can focus on like appreciating all that stuff and not being so uptight, you know, you don't want to be uptight all the time, especially around your kiddo. If you're like always stressed out, you know, that shit can reflect on your kids too. They can pick up on it. Even if you're not talking about it, even if you're being, you know, very private about it and you're still there for them, they can pick up if you're like stressed or feeling stuff, you know, but Fuck, man. That hash was fire. I'm going to dip this now. And I think that we should try some more hash. I got to be careful, though. I shouldn't probably shouldn't take a bunch of dads back to back because I really do have to move everything today. I'm responsible. I'm going to be the one moving the lathe and everything. I'm the responsible one. That's what's scary. That scares me every day. It's like when I realize I'm one of the ones that's responsible for stuff, I'm like, dude, can I just be on the boat? Can I just be the guy that just like 
holds like one of the paddles and helps paddle or something. Like I don't, I don't want to be on the front of the boat. I don't want to have any responsibility like at all. But then you got a bunch of it and you got to deal with it, man. That's just being an adult too. Like I said, it's like having no choice and just dealing with it, you know, figuring it out and trying to thrive in that. I'm not complaining about anything. I'm just saying this shit is crazy. Dude, hash is fucking crazy too, bro. Oh my God. Now that I've taken one dab, all I want to do is to smoke hash though. That's the problem. And it's not that I want to get more stoned. It's literally the flavor, the terpenes, dude, like the terps. And like, I've, you know what's funny is like, I've recently heard people on podcasts that aren't really like cannabis podcasts, but like maybe they smoke weed sometimes and they'll just like talk about like how they have this one annoying friend that keeps trying to tell them about terpenes. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, listen to that annoying friend though. He's trying to fucking tell you something. And I'm like, damn it. Are we the annoying friend? The little kids that are stoked on terpenes, bro. Like, fuck. Cause then the normal people are now just like, don't can't even take it seriously. The normal people that we want to just try the terpenes so they can chill out. I'm like, dude, try these terps. You'll get it. You like steak. You like good food. You like good drinks. Like, like try this good smoke. Like be a fucking avatar. Like you've done like the earth, the water. You need to do the fucking, this fire, the smoke, dude. That's what you need. God damn. All right. Let's get this nail out. I'm going to take one more dab and then I'm going to chill for a little bit. Cause I feel like I'm going to have to leave here as soon as we finish this podcast. And I can't, if I like just took a dab. So I'm not even going to take a dab at the end. I'm going to take one more right now and then just chill on this joint and hang out with you guys for a little bit. Cause I can't, I can't be too stoned as much as I want to be, you know, it's just, it's just not good. Especially like when I ever get the stone and I have to like tell my guys what to do, like I have to like give them tasks, like they're not this stoned at all. And then they're looking at me and I'm like, uh, and, uh, just a second, dude. Let me think. Like, I don't even know right now. And like, that's how I am. Like I can't even. So I'm going to take this one dab and then we're done done with these fucking dabs but i have this new hash i want to try it's, it's fortismo is that what it is yeah fortismo 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 i don't really know how to say it i realize the older i get the less i know the older i get the worse i am at things um like talking and knowing vocabulary or words bad at it pronunciations mostly that could be from just growing up in a certain place. It could be a regional problem. You know what I'm saying? Like I lived in a region where the people said everything improperly. So we all grew up thinking we said it right. And that's almost everything. But what can you do? You just got to pretend. You got to be confident when you say it. And then have then maybe some, no one corrects you. But if you're not confident, usually someone will be like, what the fuck did you just say? Even when I moved from upstate New York to New York City, people in New York City were like, where the fuck are you from? And I'm like, dude, I'm from the same state. I like just live like four hours north. And they're like, why do you sound like that? I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I'm not happy about it either, right? I just realized I sound weird, all right? Oh, shit, my marble. All right. Oh. Yeah. Oh, boy. People are calling me. It's, looks like something's getting exciting. I'm not gonna engage. I'm just gonna keep smoking hash and doing my podcast. I'll get excited with everyone after. You know, that's the thing too, when you're responsible for stuff, people are always calling you with problems. Almost never is someone calling you with good news. 
almost never someone like, hey, I'm going to call you and just tell you about this positive thing that happened. You know, they call you when my phone's going off, something's on fire, someone's hurt, someone's pissed. And I'm just like, dude, I'm just trying to get smoke weed, all right? Like, relax. Everyone's got to chill out. I'm not done smoking weed. And then I got to eat something. So now I'm hungry. We will get there. We will figure it out in a minute. Not right now. Not right now at all. Let's warm this up over here away from the torch. Yep. <coughs> well, you know, wait, maybe I should stop being a pessimist and negative. Maybe I should be like, you know, those phone calls, something good happened. Something good. I have a, something good waiting for me after I get off this podcast. I got some positive phone calls. Everyone's going to be like, great news, Evan. I'd rather live in delusion. Delusion's chill as fuck, bro. Because certain levels of healthy delusion will get you through the day sometimes when you got nothing else. That, this is an adulting episode. This is growing up. This is all about being an adult. Most adults aren't doing this at 10.30 in the morning. Um, however, this is just what I do. It's not for everyone. Who knows? Maybe it is, but I, don't, I really don't think so. I think you'd have a lot more people having panic attacks at 11.30 in the morning if they're doing this at 10.30 in the morning um, <laughs> prior, prior to eating or anything. No, this way I'm just like ready. I was I wasn't ready this morning, but now I'm feeling ready to deal deal with whatever challenge comes my way, because I have this Fortismo dab. This looks like too much for me right now. That's a problem too. I've been taking too big of dabs. I realized I like found a picture of a dab from like 2019 that I was taking, and I looked at it on the dabber, and I found the old dabber from the photo like in my drawer with all my fucking dirty hash stuff and. I looked at the dabber and did like a, cause I couldn't remember the actual moment, but like, I'm like, whoa, the dab's like a third of the size of what I take like normally now. I'm like, that's my problem. The dab's got too big, you know? I didn't mean to. It just, it's so easy to scoop up. I think it was the size of the dabber. I was gifted this dabber and it's, it's got a nice big flat. It, that's the problem. The dabber's all too big. So my dabs are too big. I can blame someone else. See, I'm rationalizing these big dabs, bigger dabs right now. Let's check this top. Oh yeah, we're just about there. Oh, well, guess we'll be dabbing now. Whew, man, it's gonna be an exciting day, I can feel it. Whoa, it was, well, fuck it, it's already down there now. different much different than the lemon butter rum <sighs> yeah 98 octane dumpster funk much different than a lemon butter rum terpene <coughs> oh i feel like i got salted dude terp salt man that was a lot you know i questioned that that one it was actually a really good temp. It melted a little bit hotter than the last one, but nothing crazy. Damn, that was that was really something. I wonder if I'll ever get bored of smoking hash, you know? 
maybe if I got bored with glass, but there's no ceiling with glass. So it's just like you can always find new shit. Wow. Man, you know, certain strains, especially those ones that are going to be more of like your gasoline terpenes or like the really OG dominant stuff, that is such a different hit than like anything with a fruit terpene in it. I swear, that like more petroleum, like gasoline terpene shit, oh my god. It's like... That's the only stuff I usually smoke because you can take one and done. You can take one dab of stuff like that and just be good. Like some people, it's too much. Where the fruity stuff, I have to smoke like a bunch of stuff with like those like kind of like sweeter terpenes. They don't seem to like hit me as hard. I don't know if that's the same for everybody. First Sunday sale of the year though went well. Thank everybody that supported. That was fucking pretty crazy it wasn't a huge drop but like people scooped it all up and it gave us a really like nice positive like you know step forward for the year and be like okay like we're ready to move into our new studio the first drop sold out like let's get ready to bring everyone new stuff and much more of like what you guys already love like and i'm excited for like this next chapter a lot of it's been really scary and overwhelming but overall i mean at least we're still here, at least we're still moving forward, like, and, like, we have this beautiful space that spent, like, about, it's about 10 months now, almost 11 months, and over a quarter million dollars building it, like, everything, we've put everything we've had, have into this, and, uh, it's a crazy thing, too, because we are renting this space, and we've put this much into it, but who knows, We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Um, but for now, we're just going to like try to like flourish here and do our best. And uh, everything from like doing different types of classes to a lot more like online stuff, like too, with like watching and being able to see like what we're working on that day. Um, that's one thing I do worry about with like code enforcement doing some weird shit because they use the Bearmont Studios Instagram to investigate us. Is like if I start using the Bearmont Studios Instagram again and like posting the team on there. Are they going to try and change some other shit and come fuck with me again? I don't know, because they did show up to my house the other day again, which was fucking weird situation. I'll tell you guys about that right now. So, like, it was, like, 9.30 in the morning, and I get a call, and it's from, like, the director of the code enforcement for, like, El Paso County, um, Gayla. She's she's such a bitch. But she's not, though. She's a, She seems nice. She's probably just doing her job. But, man, she did some weird shit. Um, um, sorry, I didn't mean to call you uh, the B word, Gala, because I know you watch this. Um, <laughs> she always she sits down on Sunday and gets her, her joints and pipe out. She's just chilling too. Um, but yeah, so she called me on like a fucking nine thirty in the morning, and I'm working, and she's like, "Oh, like we got a complaint that like there was like." fans on at night and it's like there's the neighbor can't sleep and i'm like oh how it's like in my head i'm like how is that possible because i've been like turning off the fan i have all the guys leave by 4 35 o'clock um and we turn off all those fans and then the fan i run at night i turn like on and off and i explain that and she's like well that's what it is it's the on it's like the on and on she's like why are you running a fan at night aren't you like not working there anymore i was like i, I was like I'm, I'm i was like i'm still allowed to use my garage and like have a fan on there's no nothing wrong with that so whatever so she's like okay she's like well 
She's like, all I need to know is that you've moved your business. And I'm like, I have. I was like, it's taken us almost fucking 10 months to like get it to open though because of waiting for permits and then fucking the electrician's taking forever to finish because it was like complicated with all the permits we needed to get to upgrade the service and then run all the new lines and just everything. It's the bureaucracy of trying to start and run a business in a small city. You know what I mean? There's a bunch of bullshit you got to jump through. So I explained this to her. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, we moved the last big pieces of equipment. We have like a couple small things to move next week. I explained that we're moving fine. So we're all good there. Then, and then I talked to my lawyer after that and he's like, He's like, do you have anything like you can send to them? Oh, no, I sent him this text message from the neighbor, like getting sassy with me over the phone and I was being play and the neighbor was getting a little sassy. So Cassie took a screenshot of the text messages and I always send it to the lawyer or whatever. And the lawyer's like, you need to send this to code enforcement so they know that the narrative of the relationship that there's this neighbor has clearly got a stick up their butt and they're just using code enforcement is their like personal police force to fuck with you, essentially. And I was like, okay. So then I tried to reach out to, you know, Gayla again. I'm like, hey, what's up? Like, I sent her a, I, I called her. No, she didn't pick up after her voice. And I was like, hey, I just need to get your email so I can send these screenshots, these conversations directly to you so you have, like, context of what the situation is. Um, because I, whatever. And then I, like, removed the fan and everything that day because I was like, all right, fine. I'll just take the fan out. I won't even have it because, like, I don't know how they were hearing it though, because like I had it reduced speed and everything. I think it's because I was turning it on and off to try to be like even more polite. So it was only on when I needed it. Um, but I think the on and off was like kind of changing the white noise outside or something where it was like, if, it, if I would have just left it on one just consistent hum, they would have gotten used to it. But yeah, I removed the fan and I put like this silent fan in now so I can work at night by myself, but it's completely silent, more quiet than dryer vent. It's incredible. And I moved the fan away from the wall. It's in the middle of the room now and everything. So there's no sound or vibration or anything. I did a little test out there and stuff. And with a, what the fuck's the thing called? Well, it's the thing that reads sound to see if it's like, you can do it for exhaust and shit too, to see if like a car's too loud. What the fuck? I can't do it. Do you know what that's called? It's like a type of reader, whatever. I had it from a friend but it's like just like for use for car exhaust usually but you can use it for like city ordinances where they're like you can't have a a decibel reader decibel reader or something like that whatever you can't be over a certain decibel reading and like now it's completely silent it's more quiet than literally a dryer vent which puts off like 80 decibels or some dumb shit like that i don't know all i know is that now i'm all compliant and good there and everything's quiet but the weirdest part about everything that happened, I couldn't get a hold of her, couldn't get a hold of her. And I was over here working and she showed up at my house when I wasn't home and like walked around my property and then like taped her card to our front door. And we were, I got home and Cassie was like, I found this taped to our door. She's like, I've been home all day. They didn't ring the doorbell. They didn't tell me they were here. They were just walking around our property. And I was like, well, they didn't see anything because we've moved everything. So hopefully they can close the case now. And then I called Gayla that night, really upset and like, you know, basically getting pissed. I was like, why are you walking around my house? Like, like my wife, my kid live here. Like, what are you doing? They made my wife uncomfortable in our home. You, first of all, you intimidate us. Now you're targeting us. You're why I can't get a hold of you and just show up unannounced and start walking on the property. It's like, this is fucking weird. Gala. I was like, what's going on? Well, they closed everything out. Cause they're like, oh, they're like, yeah, we didn't see any evidence that you were still working there. Yeah. 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 Whatever. So hopefully we're done with it. 
But at the same time, like I still worry. And the reason I started talking about this is because I worry about posting on Bearmont Studios Instagram about me and the team working hard over here because I feel like they're going, even though they have the address of this place, because how I closed the first case with code enforcement, I had to provide them with a lease. So they have my whole lease agreement. They know my address. They know where we are. Um, they could contact the owners. So like, I guess if they would want to fuck with me, they may have already done it by now because it's been a year. But maybe they were waiting to see me like working here before they fucking swooped in and like shit all over my stuff. So I'm hesitant on posting stuff on Bear Mountain with me and the team working. Um, I posted on they did it because I don't have any evidence that they're following that page and or used that page because it's completely separate from Bear Mountain. It's no longer tagged on Bear Mountain. So yeah, I don't know. We use the BMS Patreon a lot too though. So maybe we could post most of it on a private Instagram. That might be the move. It's like if you want to see like what the team's up to and a more in-depth look into Bear Mountain, you can see that through Patreon. Even though I would like to just share it publicly so that like everyone can see what we're doing, because I think it's gonna be pretty cool. But what the fuck can you do? God damn, what can you do? Alright. I'm gonna smoke my joint. I'm gonna throw this in there before it gets any colder, or else that hash will take forever. It's come off because I don't have key tips. Well, I guess I'm not gonna take any more dabs though. Yeah, the boys are antsy. Everyone's excited to move in here. And I'm excited to hopefully close this chapter with my local code enforcement officers that, for some reason, are very interested in me. I'm like, I drive around the Colorado Springs area. They're, like, burnt up and flipped over cars on the side of the road and shit. There's people working their front yards or a goddamn mechanic shop. Like, there's, like, vehicles just parked in front lawns, like, it's there's houses falling apart like my house is so well made and taken care of and a very quiet property i've never had one party in nine years that i've never had a party um i have a big enough it's just it's crazy you know so i'm like i can't be the biggest problem in Colorado springs so the fact that i'm dealing with like the heads of code enforcement makes me feel like my neighbors which are old folks who were military and he was like a pastor and stuff and he bought the house when it was originally built in like the 70s so he's been there since day one raised his kids there and everything so i see his perspective you know i can see everyone's perspective it's hard why it's hard for me to even do anything so i'm just like oh i get let's see where everybody's coming from some people are just doing their jobs some people don't like change you know what can you do no one can win so you just smoke weed in your garage or in your house by yourself and just hope that everyone leaves you alone as long as possible because it's crazy out there, dude. But yeah, so I think my neighbor knows someone in code enforcement. That's why. You know what's weird, too, is like where we live, I looked it up because we tried to file a complaint and we couldn't file a complaint because code enforcement for El Paso County doesn't have jurisdiction in the area we live. So I couldn't even file a complaint on someone in my area, which is a pretty big area. I'm like, wow, this is this whole block is not in their jurisdiction for this like code enforcement for El Paso County. So I was like, I'm just like confused on any of it's working. I'm like, I don't know what is going on. And that's why, that's why my attorneys wanted to sue. Cause they're like something weirds here. Like we could win, like you get a bunch of money. I'm like, dude, I don't want to go to court. I just want to hang out with my daughter and blow glass. Like it's super simple. Like I don't want to do any of this. I don't give a fuck. What do they need so they can leave me the fuck alone? Um, but I am in a very heavy, like, religious, conservative, and military town. Like, I'm in a place where there's documentaries about mega churches with, like, you know, 15,000 people at a Sunday morning thing. Like, they're, they're stadium churches. 
that documentary is about the churches here. They're like 10 minutes from my house. Like there's, so this is a wild place. Oh my God. Now who's air gas is calling. Oh dude, everybody wants to get a hold of me today. They're excited. Oh my God. How long have we been doing this? Isaac? These fucking people. 45. Damn this. We might have to fuck cut this one short. 35. That's it. God damn it. 35. I haven't been that chatty today, I guess. I think what it is is, you know, people people throw off the vibe. You know what I mean? They, they throw off the vibe a little bit because everybody's just stressed out, you know? And I'm like, dude, I am too, but I smoked a bunch of weed, so now I'm, like, dealing with that too. So it's, that's 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 where a lot of my energy is going. It's like, what's happening? You know, instead of just getting mad at everything. That's not a great way of handling things either, though. I'm not trying to promote that. Um, should handle things head on um but <coughs> or you could smoke a bunch of weed then stumble on towards them and try to figure out what's happening jesus christ these people mm. i hope that i'm good at blowing glass in this building i am a little terrified that i'm gonna come here and be like i don't know how to blow glass anymore here i have to do it in my house dude i'm nervous you know i'm like am i just able to blow glass because i'm in that garage is there like you know, because, like, Nikola Tesla, this is right where I live, is, like, in the areas where he was doing all these crazy experiments back in the day in Colorado Springs. Um, so I'm like, maybe there's some, like, you know, the quartz content in the fucking soil, dude. There's some fucking magic over here. And, like, maybe over in that M1 zoned commercial property, they got rid of all that special sand. And it's not going to be the fire. Dude, I'm nervous, but we'll see what happens. Maybe I'll be even better. Maybe I'll be like, whoa, dude, like, there's some weird voodoo shit over here. Not saying I believe in none of that, though, but it's fun. It's fun to, to think about stuff like that. I don't really believe enough in anything to say I believe it, you know? Unless it's Terps, dude. I believe in the Terps fully. Gotta try them. That one annoying friend. Oh, dude. I need a drink, though. All these dabs and joint. Mm. This stuff. Certain smoothies... You gotta drink them all weird or else they just fucking pour out all over your beard. That's the one thing with a beard. And the way that stuff looks, it's not it's not good looking in your beard. It makes you look pretty pretty gross. Pretty gross. My wife's caught me a few times. Now I'm very self-conscious about drinks. She's like, what's that in your beard? And I look at it in the mirror and I'm like, that looks awful. Whatever that is. I need to get it out now. It doesn't look good. She tells me to shave it down shorter, but that would require me like doing something more in the morning and I can't I'm so tired because I work up I work so late all the time that it's hard for me even to like get up as early as we do to get the kid ready for school and then I gotta drive her there so like for me I'm like man I, I just have to like shower and drink some coffee I can't even be thinking about shaving I'm gonna fucking cut my face or something like I can't even right now she likes the beard which I do too but man I need to I need to find a way probably to keep it a little more cleaned up so it stops coming to fucking storage area for old drinks and shit dude there was one time when I was younger and I had it was my early beard years it was literally like a weirdest thing ever I f so I watched this documentary and it was something about people like they have like brain tumors and that are like gonna be dying soon from them they'll have they'll smell like really weird smells randomly like cheese and stuff like that and it's like that random smell of cheese is like an indicator of like some issue in your fucking brain or whatever. And I was like, one day I was like sitting there and I was like, I kept smelling like 
cheese, like Parmesan cheese and stuff. And I was freaking out for like three days. And, um, and then just listen, this is my early beard years. Okay. So I was freaking out for a few days and then, um, my wife <laughs> gave me a kiss and she was like, why the fuck's your face smell like Parmesan cheese? And I was like, you smell it too. And I was like, oh my God, thank God. There's no way we both have brain tumors. <laughs> I was like, it's very rare anyways. And she's like, what are you talking about? I was like, I've been so stressed for the past three days that I was dying because I all I can smell is Parmesan cheese. And she's like, do you not wash your face when you shower? And I was like, well, the, I shampoo my hair and the water falls down. She's like, no, you don't like scrub your face and beard when you shower. She's like, we had like Caesar salad like a few nights ago. She's like, you must have got salad dressing stuck in your mustache. And you've been smelling the old Caesar salad for three fucking days. And she's like, go wash your face. I'm like, and I did, and I didn't smile anymore. So that was the moral of the story. Just wash your beard. Um, learn a lot when you're young. I think I was 23. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. It's a fucking miracle that I'm even here. Like, who gave me a lease? God, this is crazy. Damn. It's crazy. There's been a lot of that for the last fucking 17 years. I say my life started when I met my wife when I was 15. I don't really remember anything pre then. It's just been a wild ride with me and that lady. Not so much relationship, just more like the shenanigans we get into and just life throws at us. It's just like we're constantly just trying to figure things out together. Feel lucky though. There's almost no successful person in the world that did it by themselves. Almost every person has a partner or someone that helps them get to where they got to, whether it's emotional support, or actually helping and building your brand or business with you, whatever it is, there's someone there helping. So, you know, that's one thing I tell a lot of entrepreneurial people out there is like, if you're not getting what you want out of things and you're convinced that someone did it by themselves without any help, they probably, most people didn't. They had some help. Even if they don't acknowledge the help, someone had help, whether it was a, someone believing in them, you know, telling them they believe they can do it, or someone that worked their ass off next to them to build that with them. Someone helped. Just how it goes. You know, we're not creatures that do things by ourselves. We are definitely herd, like pack mentality animals that try to like, if we're going to build something, we do it as a team. The successful things anyways. Unless you're like Nikola Tesla. That dude was doing some weird shit by himself. He probably had someone helping him, but I think it was probably like an animal or something. I'm pretty sure he married a pigeon or something. He was wild, dude. That dude was crazy. It's crazy that 80% of our technology right now is based on his inventions. 80% of the technology we use. I think that's what the number is. But fuck statistics, dude, or numbers. What that, what's that even mean? Who knows what's real? Where do they even get those statistics? Yeah. You gotta believe something, right, though? It's weird. Well, strange episode. I'm gonna cut it a little short because I have to handle a bunch of shit. Today's a move-in day. Um, but I appreciate you, you guys, uh, sign up for that newsletter so you can see when the next drops are. Um, we have two Patreon drops in February and then one big public Sunday sale in February. Um, I think they're already up on the calendar too. We have a whole calendar on our website that shows everything, every drop. So even if you wanted to get on Patreon just for like one drop and then unsubscribe, um, just to make sure you get a piece easier because we drop clear and full color and really unique pieces on there that we don't drop in the public ones usually. Um, you can just see on the calendar, be like, oh, there's a Patreon drop next month of this day. All right, I'll sign up for this. You know, it's five bucks. Sign up, get what you want, and then just unsubscribe. Like, it basically just secures like your ability to get a piece 
um, a lot easier than the public drops. Um, but thank you again, everybody. I'm excited to make some content, at least post it to the They Did It account of uh, all the new studio running. Uh, I've been posting a lot of build videos on there in the process of it, so check those out. And um, well, what a day. Smoke too much weed again. But what can you do? Have a great day, everybody. This is the What's Better by Podcast, episode 119. That's crazy. It's crazy. What are we doing? We're crazy. All right, you guys rule. Thank you. Thank you.